Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today I'm happy to bring you an interview with David Welch. I know you're going to love it, and of course, I've got great music for you too. So tell everybody to listen to Bagels and Blessings. Enjoy! Shabbat Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shemayas Israel. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at our new location at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you're in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open on Mondays from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m., Wednesdays from 3 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m., Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., and after Shabbat services on Saturday for about 30 minutes. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit the Congregational Building. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester, New York area, be sure to visit Shemayas Royale and the Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. Shalom, 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 Yerushalayim. Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, shabbat 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 shalom. Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, shabbat 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 shalom. Of course, that was the wonderful voice of Jonathan Sattel. Speaking of which, you know, here's a song I haven't played in a really long time. And as we get closer and closer to the holidays, a lot of people are going to be focused on the baby Jesus, Yeshua. And I think we need to remember Isaiah 53 and what an important passage that is in the Jewish Bible. Dry ground 
There was nothing attractive to draw us to him. He was despised and we did not care. Like sheep, we have all gone astray. of us has turned to his own way he was oppressed and afflicted but did not say a word like a lamb that is led to the slaughter like a sheep that before its shearers is dumb so we bridled his own This is Jonathan Sattel, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. If you have had or have been involved in an abortion decision, you may be experiencing emotional difficulties. You may feel like your life is out of control or struggle with self-destructive behaviors. You can find freedom from these challenges. The ministry Finding Freedom and Forgiveness Post-Abortion can help. Groups are forming now. Please contact us at 585-204-7869, email us at fffpaclass at gmail.com, or visit us on the internet at f3pa.org. God bless you. Again, if you would like to call us, our number is 585-204-7869. Call now. We would love to help you in any way that we can. Thinking back to the very first program I ever recorded 25 years ago, I played this next song on that show. The group was called Kol Simcha, which means voice of joy, and it's called Thank You, Lord. And we have just celebrated Thanksgiving, and we have to remember, always be thankful.
This is Mark Dion from Kolsam Ka, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. Have a great day. It really warms my heart to hear the voice of Mark Dion. He was a big part of Kolsam Ka. Recently, he graduated to glory, and he's now dancing with the Lord and singing with the Lord in heaven. Wow, Kol Simcha, that really goes back, way back to the beginnings. You know, another group that goes back to the beginnings is Israel's Hope. Paul Wilbur was a singer in that group, and they have a great song about being thankful. I just got to share it now. Thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. He is good, he is good, and his love will forever endure. We will bless his name as we all proclaim his love endures forever. Outstretched arm and by his might and his love endures forever. Adonai, Adonai, Baruch Hashem, Adonai, Adonai Melech, Adonai Malach, Adonai Yeshua Tenu. This is Ethel Chadwick. You're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Stay tuned for my interview with David Welch. One way we thank God is when we just bless his name. Here's Joel Chernoff with Baruch Adonai. It's from his CD, Come Dance With Me. Praise His name forever and again. Mean how old love, 
בת העולם, נסיר הזדלות, תקטר אף ישראל. And that was Joel Chernoff, and he has a sweet message for me. Shalom, Ethel. Congratulations on 25 years of bagels and blessings. I can hardly believe it's been 25 years. May God give you many more, and may you be blessed even as you have blessed so many. God bless you, and shalom. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning Mornings at 10 a.m. at our new location, 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. I'm not sure how many of you remember Phil Klein. Of course, if you've been listening to Bagels and Blessings for a long time, you know that Phil Klein is the person who chants the Aaronic benediction at the end of every program. He recorded a lot of songs, a lot of different CDs. And there's one song that really touches my heart deeply, and it's called Lord of the World, and I hope it blesses you now. As you think about all the things that you're thankful for, dwell on this beautiful song, dwell on these words. Lord of the world, King of my life. Light of the world, change me inside. Make me as pure, as pure as you are. Wash me as clean as new falling snow. are my rock when sorrows fall my cup of life whenever I call and into your hands I 
אדון עולם, השם אליו. בטרם כל יציב נברא. Again, that was Phil Klein, and that was from a group he was part of called Nagila. The CD is called The Valley of Vision. He's now dancing on the streets of gold with Yeshua. You know, when I began the program today, I didn't intend for it to be so nostalgic, but so many people have gone on to be with the Lord. In 25 years of doing this program, there's so much wonderful music, and some of those artists are no longer with us, but their music lives on in our hearts forever. This is Ethel Chadwick. Stay tuned for my interview with David Welch, but right now, here's a word about Excellent Air Heating and Cooling. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent air, heating and cooling. 585-889-7840. I have so many things to be thankful for in my life. I have a wonderful husband, great children, and adorable grandchildren. But I'm really thankful for you guys, my listeners. I can't see you, but I feel your prayers, and I know you're there. And I'm also incredibly thankful for the very talented Messianic artists that send me their music. Here's some new music from Misha Getz. of his goodness he's our reward so rejoice do not fear for our redemption is drawing near stone that we reject Oh, 
Again, that was Misha Gatz. And now it's time for my interview with David Welch. David Welch, welcome back to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom, shalom. It's wonderful to be here with you today, Ethel. Well, I'm glad to have you back on, and I know that we have uh, new listeners now who may not have heard the first interviews, so for the benefit of those people, can you tell me a little bit about your life and and what you do? Oh, well, you know what? Thank you so much for the invitation, first of all. I think it's so neat to, to see that you've been so faithful in this podcast ministry for so many years, and I'm sure you've had so many incredible conversations, and hopefully including the one we had back in, I think it was 2015, since then, my life has changed so much, but uh, my focus hasn't really changed that much, and I'll I'll tell you why. In 2015, I was working for um, Faith and Heritage Tours, which uh, was focusing on bringing evangelical Christians from America over Israel. Uh, I've expanded a little bit since then also in uh, in focus because I've been married since then. My wife and I have been married for almost seven years, and we have two children, and uh, we live in Nashville, Tennessee. So yeah, we, my wife, Rachel, and, um, and our son is Moshe. He's two, and our daughter is Tikva. She's nine months old. So Mazel tov! A, a time of adventure. Thank you so much. Um, and, I, and since then, I've also transitioned. I, I worked for six years, actually, after the radio show. I worked for six years for Liberty University, which is the largest evangelical Christian school in the, in the world, uh, with over 100,000 students. I worked in the student travel office uh, and was responsible for study abroad and group travel all over the world. The number one destination of choice for Liberty students was Israel. And um, and since then, I've transitioned. I ended up uh, transitioning uh, this year over to working for Joel Rosenberg, who I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with. Um, and I work on his nonprofit team um, for the Joshua Fund. Oh, wonderful! Well, before so before we talk a little around travel. Oh, good. I was going to say before we talk a little bit about the Joseph Fund. I'm just curious: why is the number one destination Israel? Why are so many Christians interested in visiting Israel? Okay, that's a wonderful question. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly think that it's a no-brainer, uh, but you you would think that it would just be a universal truth. It's not, and in fact. Um, Liberty University, I think, is quite unique in that the millennials and Gen Z students have that interest in that heart, whereas um, Joel Rosenberg worked with, um, with Lifeway Research recently, a few years ago, and found that there's been a dramatic shift away from interest and support of Israel. And so um, that's one of the things that I really am passionate about is shifting that, if possible, through prayer and through, uh, through the work that we do. Um, but yeah, the, the, and at Liberty specifically, it is a very strong Bible-centered school, and the students mostly grow up in an evangelical context that does pray for Israel and, and has that heart for what God's doing in the region. And also, um, just from a personal spiritual enrichment standpoint, they want to see where Jesus walked, where uh, where Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That makes the Bible come alive for them in a different way than it ever has in Technicolor. So I, I think it's it's a no-brainer to me, but for so many today, they've lost touch with that, and we need to see that change. Now, you and your wife, I believe, are both Jewish. Uh, what does Israel mean to you personally? Well, yes, I'm, and I'm so thankful for my wife, Rachel. She is incredible and wise beyond her years, but she's so relevant and fun. And I struggle with that. I struggle with being relevant and fun. Uh. And she's nine years younger than me, so she she keeps it fresh in our in our household. So, um, what does it mean to us? Well, I grew up in a mixed family. My mom's from a Jewish background, is Jewish, and uh, which makes me Jewish traditionally. And um, and my dad is actually an evangelical pastor, so that's a very unique mix. Where yeah. Rachel grew up, and, and she's Jewish on every side. In fact. 
really interesting. She's from a Sephardic Jewish family um, that escaped Istanbul or Constantinople at the time, Turkey, and and moved over here. Um, her grandmother, may, uh, may she uh, rest in peace, just passed away a month ago, and her family immigrated from there. Uh, and honestly, all of us from a Jewish background have such interesting immigration stories, and that's part of God's journey uh, for us being in the diaspora, being a, a, away from the land of Israel. So Israel has always been a place of, of longing in my heart, and I had the opportunity in 2008 to make Aliyah myself. I moved to the land. I, um, I went to, to Tel Aviv University and graduated with a master's, and then I was conscripted into the IDF and had the opportunity to serve Israel. Uh, so it, it's my birthright, it's my home, um, and and at, during the season, God's called me to be in the United States, connecting people with that land and with that promise. And Rachel, too, she's helped me lead, I think, five trips now, and uh, she absolutely loves it. She likes Target and some of the other niceties of America, too, but if God ever calls us, uh, she's, she's open to that. Um, progressively so she understands that america may not always be what it is and uh and we pray for america we pray for the leadership but we also understand that biblically our homeland is the land of israel wow thank you so much that's wonderful so now that leads me to the joseph fund tell me all about that so there's two different things so the joseph project and the Joshua Fund. I think you're, you might be mixing those two. Uh, oh, but sorry. Both <laughs> wonderful organizations and both wonderful names. <laughs> but uh, I work for the Joshua Fund. Yeah, we'll call the it the J, the J Fund. Call it the J Fund, and then I won't make a mistake. The J Fund, there you go. <laughs> so, no, the, uh, uh, speaking of, I, I know that there are wonderful organizations that work in and out of the land connecting people to Israel, um, and I am a supporter of, of several of those. I would say um, the Joshua Fund is unique in that it has a both-and approach to blessing Israel and her neighbors in Jesus' name. Now, the, the unique part about that is that um, the resources that are collected um, also go to, to blessing people in the land of Israel, but then uh, we also serve those in the surrounding Arab countries. And Joel Rosenberg, over the past few years, has had a very unique opportunity to be a bridge builder, not only with Israel, um, he is an, an American Israeli and lives in Jerusalem, but connecting with state in these Arab countries. And most recently, he started on TBN, uh, the Rosenberg Report, which is uh, now in its third episode, um, and it focuses in on what is God doing in the region prophetically and current events from a biblical perspective, which is so refreshing. Um, and we also have the the Epicenter podcast through the Joshua Fund, which does help the, the listener understand this biblical eschatological, which is a big word for end times, uh, prophetic implications of what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, but the both-and approach is something that's very dear to my heart. I got my master's degree um, in conflict resolution, in Middle Eastern conflict resolution from Tel Aviv University, and even had a chance to do a peace project for the Gaza Strip. And I truly believe that to love Israel is also to love her neighbors. It's not, a, not this dichotomy of of picking a side, uh, it's a, 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 obviously you want to be on God's side, but God loves everyone, and God loves the Jew, and he loves the Arab, and we see that in the Bible so clearly portrayed. And so I, I really loved that about the Joshua Fund, that the resources, the energies are going to being a blessing to the whole region, not just Israel. And Israel is the apple of God's eye, but we know his heart for the Egyptian and for the Assyrian and for really every single person in that region. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. So, so David, or should I say David, um, if, if somebody wanted to support the Joshua Fund, yeah, yeah, I said it right, or, you know, find out more information, is there a specific <laughs> website you would direct them to? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I would say uh, thank you 
for even having an interest in exploring how God wants you as an individual to partner with what he's doing in his epicenter in the Middle East. Um, and I would say if God puts the Joshua Fund on your heart, then by all means, we are happy to be good stewards of whatever resources, whether that's prayer or giving or even going, um, which is a, which is an area of focus for me. But yeah, we have four focus areas, learn, pray, give, and go. And then, of course, connect. So you can certainly check us out on the web at joshuafund.com. Uh, you can visit our Facebook page. Um, listen to the podcast. It, it, if you want something really interesting to talk about, religion or politics, right? We marry the two. So great table talk. Uh, listen to the podcast. Check us out on TBN, um, the Rosenberg Report. And, uh, and really pray about going. We are going to be launching a mega tour, uh, Lord willing, for the end of 2023. And um, and we really feel that delegation work, uh, bringing people over on Israel tours, is an important part of what we do. Um, and also supporting the future by, uh, by investing in what God's doing, not only among uh, congregations, but also among youth. We're very passionate about young people and seeing... Um, incredible transformative work done at that level. We also are really involved with humanitarian relief, which is so important to go and take care of people's physical needs as well as their spiritual, emotional needs. And, uh, and so you'll find that we do a lot of that as well. Uh, um, so what about Holocaust? We're, we're excited to part. Uh, Holocaust survivors, definitely. Yes. Now, there are incredible opportunities to be a blessing to Holocaust survivors in Israel. We do not have a corner on the market, but we certainly prioritize that. And uh, believe it or not, Holocaust survivors, uh, most people think, oh, there's probably, you know, 100, 200 left. The thing is, the Holocaust did not happen that long ago. It, it, it really was only 75 years ago. So that means that people that are in their mid-80s can still remember it to this day. One out of every three Holocaust survivors in Israel has mental health issues, primarily because of what they went through in Europe. And uh, and especially, the, the truth of the matter is, that's happening in Ukraine as well. That's out of reach for what we do at the Joshua Fund, but there are wonderful ministries that are doing work in Europe as well. Our focus is at the center uh, is specifically to Israel and her neighbors, and Holocaust survivors is a, a huge part of that with our humanitarian relief team. And uh, one of the things that you can do if God puts Holocaust survivors on your heart is really just pray about what that looks like. It may even be going over and serving with them. And there are uh, tens of thousands still alive today. Many of them are immigrants and, uh, and really just need your prayer and support and love and, uh, and so hopefully you'll have a chance to do that through us or through someone else. Mm. Well, that, that brings me to my next question, David. People often have fear about visiting Israel because it just seems like there's always somebody sending rockets over there and you always hear about bombs going off or buses blowing up and... I mean, I know you can't live in fear, but what do you say to people who are skeptical of visiting because of a fear that they're going to get killed? What I have to say is, first of all, we can't live in fear, number one. Number two, you are invincible until God's done with you Amen. and, and done using you. So the, the truth of the matter is, yes. Going into any, leaving your front door has some level of danger to it. I used to work in the insurance industry before I went into travel. And uh, working in risk management can honestly give you an aneurysm if you're not careful because you <laughs> hear about all of the bad things that can happen. Um, working in, in news media, for instance, like what Joel does um, with all Israel news, all Arab news, uh, you could you could literally spin out of control. The truth of the matter is, though, Israel is a very safe place. Statistically, Jerusalem is one of the safest cities in the world. Believe it or not, street crime, petty theft, all of that is, is very low on the on the concern scale. The biggest threat to the region is not internal; it's Iran right now, and uh, frankly, the alliances that are happening between Iran 
and Russia, which are biblical in scale. Um, but I would say for anyone that's nervous, it's very important to go with a reputable company. There are parts, there are neighborhoods that you just don't want to be in if things are heated. My parents literally just left this morning to leave Israel from leading um, a tour. Our family's been doing that for about 50 years. And, uh, and they were there. It was a little bit heated. The tour company that we worked with uh, for them uh, knew where to go and where not to go. And they did have to make some itinerary adjustments. But that's why it's important to know who you're going with. And they have contingency plans. Israel is one of the most equipped and prepared countries in the entire world, maybe even more than America. Who knows? When it comes to security threats. And, uh, and I, I believe that there's a special blessing for those that work through their fear, give it to God, and set their mind on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Um, and, and I will bless those that bless you, and we know how the other part goes. So be a blessing, pray, give, learn, and go with us or with someone else. I love it. I love it. I had the opportunity to go on a tour in 2008, and I remember we visited a congregation, and I can say I danced in Jerusalem. <laughs> Woo! Well, you are very overdue then, Ethel. Goodness gracious, you've uh, got, uh, I mean, of course, it, it, it could be a once-in-a-lifetime sort of a thing, but I don't think it has to be. If God, if God puts it on your heart, I pray that he opens the door for you financially, with time, and in every other way. Um, maybe next time you need to go for a little longer. Yeah, yeah, I, I certainly have to pray about that. But it was very, very memorable. And, of course, I have a funny experience visiting Masada with my group, and the bus left. My my friend and I had gone to the restroom, and the bus didn't, oh, bus no. left. And so I have, like, you know, Masada, you left me behind at Masada. You know, they realized it was very quiet. Oh, my goodness. It's like, wait a minute, it's too quiet. Where's Ethel? <laughs> they came back for oh, me. It was goodness. just, you know, such memories. But amazing. Amazing, amazing. Well, those bus drivers can turn on a dime. They're incredible. Uh, and I, but I'm sure that road to Masada is slightly treacherous, so they must have had to go a little bit further up to, to make it there. Anyway, yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely say that the memories that you make in the land are with you for life, you know, barring uh, dementia or anything else later in life, God forbid, but <laughs> I need to go there. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Well, I'm just so excited. You know, you you really do inspire me and everyone else to be more interested, more aware of what's going on in Israel and, and maybe reawakening a desire to help. There are things that we can do. I mean, even if it means giving up a daily cup of coffee or, or something, I think there are, there are more ways to bless Israel and support Israel. And I think that just talking with you is kind of a, an eye-opener, a reminder. And, you know, I always say at the end of my broadcasts that every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. And you... You know, your family is really living it out. You are, you are blessing Israel and everything that you do. And I think that's just so exciting. Well, thank you. I'm excited about it. I, I, I pinch myself almost daily knowing that, that we just have partner in this way. I mean, I would do whatever it takes to provide for my family, of course. But to be able to work full time in something I'm passionate about, to be able to connect People, especially non-Jewish people, Christians, who say, you know what, I love Israel, and I love the Arab, and I want to go, I want to partner. That is so exciting, because we see this love and this fulfillment of prophecy happening before our eyes. We just finished the, well, right now, uh, it's October, um, the, the Jewish world is celebrating Simchas Torah, the, the joy of Torah, um, today and yesterday in Israel. Um, but what, what, what's so neat is that we see Christians who are now understanding the Jewish roots of their faith and are partnering in such beautiful ways with the Jewish community and it's bringing such reconciliation. Uh, the truth of the matter is we Jewish people have been hurt by centuries and centuries of Christian hate toward us. And that is being healed one person at a time through the, the work of such 
organizations. And I honestly believe that that's prophetic too. Mm. So, um, so thank you to anyone who's listening who's not Jewish, but has this heart for the Jewish people. And I, I pray that God also gives you a heart if you don't have it for the Arab as well. Um, it, it's a both and approach. Love it, love it. Well, I just got to thank you so much for coming on the program again and for reopening my eyes and heart and for for instilling that desire to bless Israel in any way that I can. And I pray that that we can be a blessing to you as well. I mean, is there anything specific that you would like us to pray for for your family? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, my... Um we are currently building a house in Nashville, my wife and I are, um, and uh, just for God's, God's will and his, and his uh, direction and blessing. The one thing I would say for the Joshua Fund is as we look forward to 2023, we're really in expansion mode, and I would say for Joel Rosenberg, he's just taken on this, um, this project with TBN, the new television show, uh, The Rosenberg Report, while being editor-in-chief of All Israel and All Arab News, and also being the founder and very involved with the Joshua Fund. He's exhausted. And uh, and just that God gives him opportunities to refresh and rejuvenate, to take Sabbath and, and just relax uh, and jo- enjoy his family. Um, so praying for opportunities for him and uh, for the Joshua Fund as we are working to build out strategic partnerships. That's my actual role as director of strategic partnerships. And I just want to be a good steward of that role and and um, and be able to build some bridges with universities and, and um, other uh, organizations. So thank you so much for asking, Ethel. And how can we be praying for you? Ah, just, just pray that I have the energy to keep leading worship at my congregation and that I keep meeting exciting people like you to interview on Bagels and Blessings. And, of course, the most important thing right now is prayer for my grandchildren. I have a granddaughter with special needs who has a trach and a feeding tube, and she's a joy. But I, my prayer is that one day she won't need a trach or a feeding tube. And uh, she has a little brother now, so no. I just pray for strength for my daughter and her family and for good health for my grandchildren. So thank you for okay, asking. Okay, definitely will. Of course. Well, thank you again for the opportunity, Ethel. And honestly, it is so encouraging to see what you're doing and uh, and spreading the word of uh, so many wonderful things happening around the world. So thank you again. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being my guest. And I have a feeling you're going to be on with me again sometime. So until then, God bless you. Shalom, shalom. <laughs> shalom. Again, that was my interview with David Welch. And now here's Bat Rivka Witten with How Good It Is. How good and wonderful it is when brethren dwell together in unity.
הנה מה טוב ומה נעים, שבת אחים גם יחד. הנה מה טוב ומה נעים, שבת אחים גם יחד. הנה מה טוב ומה נעים, שבת אחים גם יחד. הנה מה טוב bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.